This is Richard Bowne. Welcome to Automation for the Nation, Episode 7. This week, I'm talking to Ingrid Lill. Ingrid is a brand strategist, and she uses visual strategies, visual thinking, and drawing to help her clients to understand their clients better. And we talked about niching down on a product and service. We talked about the techniques and tools that she uses, um, and a little bit about the customer journey and how that works. I hope you enjoy it. And one thing to note is that I did actually record this on my laptop rather than using my microphone. So apologies for the poor sound on my voice. Ingrid did, of course, use the proper microphone. Next time I'll fix this. Enjoy. Thanks for joining me today on Automation for the Nation for my new podcast. You're my first guest. I'm very excited to have you here. Um, first of all, your name. How do you say it? So is Ingrid, I would say, in English. But in, in yes. Danish, is Ingrid or something like that? No, I'm actually uh, originally German. So it's, oh, okay. it's Ingrid Lill. Okay, Ingrid Lill. Nice to and meet you. You don't know, you don't want to know how the how the the Danish people pronounce it. We don't. We will not say that. And the American or the the English speaking people often just call me Lil. Right. So and that's also my artist's name. So that's oh, how I sign oh, my paintings. And so that's I'm fine with that. I'm using that oh, cool. in my branding everywhere. Just Lil. That's good to know. That's good to know. Oh, so you're Lil as well. So yeah, that's one actually one of the questions I had was yeah, do you do any other kind of painting outside of the digital world? So you do obviously. Yeah, I used to be a visual artist and graphic designer. I used to uh, use graphic design for um, uh, making money. That was like my my job, uh, freelance or also as an art director in agencies. And I painted on, on the side and that was my main interest. And at some point, and this is now my, my story, the story of what I'm doing now, I wanted to... Um, to combine the two things. I didn't want to do a design that was a little bit boring and not always aligned with what what I, I'm standing for and my drawing. I wanted to draw more and not use all these templates. And Yeah. Yeah, and that's how I somehow started. I imagine the design world is, is, is a lot of that. It's a lot of templates and repeating yourself yes. a lot of the time. So that, was that one of the reasons for yeah. kind of making the yeah. I call myself a business coach with a pencil. That means I coach business owners, coaches and consultants and uh, other creators, solopreneurs most often to find their message in a clear business communication. Yeah, okay. And I do that by drawing a storyboard of what they do. There my visual uh, interest comes in and my drawing skills and yeah, and that was the thing I did last week with the, in the branding cafe that you run. Yes. Which I think yes. is a really nice name, actually. It kind of sums it up nicely. But you took me through a journey where it was great to kind of go through the frames of the of the picture of who I was trying to serve. And that was the thing that really threw it out, from, out there for me. It's like, hang on a sec. Do yeah. I want to serve this person? Or <laughs> should I yeah, think what, about it again? Yeah. What, what I'm doing is I'm, ta- I'm, I'm drawing the journey of the customer, the transformation mm. that you uh, help your customer to go through. Usually, or before I got clear about that, I thought my website is about me. And after I read, and now there's my inspiration, Donald Miller's story brand, I realized that it's not me who is the hero, it's my customer. So the customer is the one who is first in a struggling state and has a problem, but has somehow ended up in a pit, I call it, where they don't can come out themselves. Mm -hmm. And I am the guide 
who is helping them with my very specific product, which I call Game Changer, because it's much easier to, to communicate if you have a specific thing that, that you're offering. Mm -hmm. And I help them to paradise to the panel on the right. So it's a three panel thing. On the left is the problem pit. In the middle of the, is the, the bridge, the, the, the process that I'm taking them through. And on the right side is the paradise. It's what they're dreaming of. It's not something that I know that they need, but it's something that they they are already dreaming of. So you're saying in the first instance of that, you were putting yourself, putting the, the client at the center of the story. And the, you changed this the is, this is the, the normal way or the old way of uh, making websites. Yeah. When I had my old website, I was saying, I'm a graphic designer and I'm, I'm making websites and look how pretty they are and here's what I've done. And if you maybe want one, then contact me. Yeah. So it was not, I was not addressing a, pro, a problem at all. It was all about me. Yeah, indeed. And, and then some people found me anyway, but it was, it was mostly not because of the website. And then when I embraced this, that I am able to put a message out there and to market myself, then I could navigate better or direct the course of my business myself. Okay. And also attract the people that you wanted to work with as well, presumably. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. So how did that come about? How did that switch in your head? Did you read something? Did you hear something? Did someone explain it to you? Or Yeah. I mean, it, for, what first happened is that I got a little bit frustrated or bored with uh, doing design because I wanted to help my, my customers on a deeper level and not mm -hmm. just do a pretty website that doesn't make sense. And so I wanted to get involved in the content also and what, what they're saying, not only how, how it looks. And yeah. um, then I discovered graphic facilitation, which is an easy way to draw. And I took a detour there and uh, started drawing at conferences. It was like a revelation. Drawing doesn't have to be artistic and, and, and difficult. It can be easy yeah. and it's about communication. It's not art. Yeah. So this was really a, a revelation. And I started giving drawing classes and then I marketed them. And that's how I all of a sudden had a different kind of business. Then I read Donald Miller, Building a Story Brand, which didn't click. I didn't know how to apply it to my business because I still had these many moving parts. And then somebody, I don't know if it was him or somebody else, said, if you can't paint a picture of your message, your message isn't clear enough. Huh. Yeah. And that somehow said, this is true, and I can help people to paint this picture. Yeah, that's really interesting. Because that's yeah. it. It's also, in the words, it's the same thing, isn't it? If you can't explain it to a five-year-old or your mother or something, yes. you hear these kind of things, yeah. then you can't make it simple, then you're probably not clear on it yourself. So I think it's yeah. very powerful. Yeah. Donald Miller, I've not read yet. I've heard the name, because my background is not design. It's more engineering. So I come it's, it's, He's not a designer. That, that, that is just marketing. Huh, okay. Building a story brand. He's, it's not visual at all. I, I made it visual for me because then I understood it. When I, when I found out how I could make this journey, this customer's hero's journey into a picture, then it got clear for, for me. Brilliant. And, how, and, and when was that? How many years ago was that? Uh, three years ago. Okay, brilliant. And did it feel like a light bulb went on in your head as well at yes. the same time? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I tried it out with somebody on a Zoom call. First, I tried because I was giving drawing classes at the time. 
I got uh, I tried to get her to uh, draw her customers and stuff and that didn't work and then I found out that I can draw and mm -hmm. I switched the camera and I shared my yeah. screen and that's how how this was born maybe it wow. was maybe it was four years ago okay so how many do you think you've done since then of these sketches you must have done hundreds of them if not thousands yes yes <laughs> I didn't I didn't count them <laughs> Brilliant. So what have you else you've done around this? Because it's a great technique. So have you created like kind of ebooks or anything like that to share this of technique? Of course. And oh. I th I'm thinking about writing a book or some, yeah, but right now it's a course and I give workshops uh, about mm. that. Okay. So how does the course work? The course works, I mean... Is it about, is it about sorry, is it about teaching drawing? Firstly, as well, or do you assume no. a certain level of competence? I have I have several courses. I have a whole year of uh, of content that I'm doing, and this part is uh, where we are right now. That's why I'm also doing these uh, free branding cafes. Yeah, is just about finding your message. So you don't have to be able to draw to do that. You can just draw a stickman. It's it's about it's more about the spatial design of the, the page, so you know where which information has to go. Because often we confuse the process, what we are doing, with the outcome, and we don't talk enough about the outcome. and And it's all a big muddled thing. And in in my template, there you have three buckets, and you have to you can sort them where they belong, and it's much easier to create a web page or anything, uh, a video from, from that, because, you know, now I'm in this section, now I'm in the pit section and the problem, then I'm in the process section, and here I'm in the in the paradise, in the what they imagine that they want. And th this is what I'm teaching. Yeah. But I also give access to my simple illustration course, so they can, if the, 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 the people who want, can also make prettier pictures, prettier drawings. Okay, so, yeah, I was thinking then, so you believe that anyone can do this, can yes. draw it? Yes, yes. Okay. I mean, uh, it, it will not look equally good. <laughs> yeah. People who have drawn or a design background, they have more of a more practice with making it look good than others. Yeah. But it, it's not about it's not about looking good. It's about clarity. This yeah. this part here. Yeah. I can imagine that some people do, because I've seen these big designs sometimes, people like, my, for example, my wife, she runs a business and she had someone live sketching some of her, mm -hmm. some of her talks once. Do people use that as a kind of inspiration as well? Could, could they create like a, a background, for example, for their, for their Zoom calls or for their office out of this kind of stuff? Because yeah. the message, and one thing I find day to day is that you have to stay on message, don't you? So once you've found, you've got to a point where you actually understand, you hope the person that you're going to serve, the people that you're going to serve, you found that message to stay on that is it's then it becomes a bit of a treadmill again you have to be like you say template you've got to be in that mindset as a creator and as an entrepreneur where you do retread those messages over and over again so i, I find that personally quite challenging coming from a um a creative background myself coming from an engineering background where i'm yeah, creating stuff i like to do new stuff so when you're confronted with a challenge of having to promote yourself yeah. repeatedly through then a message like that is quite strong to kind of remind you oh yeah i should do that you know uh, i think it was also donald miller who says that marketing is a exercise in in uh you, you have to repeat your sentences again and again so yes exactly remember them and that can take some getting used to so how do you feel find that from with your clients as well because Sometimes, well, I think a lot of your clients are entrepreneurs, is that right, as well? Yes, so they'll mostly, come to, mostly. To, to discover their brand and then 
but they will have the similar challenges. So they'll then say, okay, well, I, I found my hero, I found where they need to go, and I found some of the processes I need to do every day, but how can I stick with it? Um, so do they come to the, you for that as well? Well, then the, the next step is then to to design your, your website and, and to implement the stuff on, on your site and on your, for example, LinkedIn page. So it's all consistent. It should all yeah. have the same messaging and then put posts out there. And that is the, the next stage of my business year. In September, I'm running a course called Find Clients. So the, the, my, my whole business year of courses is we, we start in January with Find Your Vision and uh, draw your ideas and what, what you want, find your superpower, find your niche. Then we do the uh, find your message thing where we do the communication towards the clients, which where, where I'm what, what I'm starting next week now. Then there's a summer pause with just drawing for fun. And in September, we start with uh, find your clients and post on LinkedIn oh. or, on, or on social media. I'm mostly on LinkedIn, but... Uh, You can illustrate your drawings or you can just make posts that are consistent with your with your messaging. But the people who come to me for the course mostly want to illustrate and draw because yeah. that's what I'm doing and that's what, what they want to learn from me. Do you know uh, Tim Urban? Wait, but why? You know, no, no. He's great. He's one of the most successful bloggers in the world, I think. And uh, he does ugly drawings. That's his thing <laughs> i'll check him out for sure yeah that's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, interesting i mean I, that's the thing that the, the bit that interests me is the system you know because that's yeah. that's my background so yeah. the bit that you mentioned in the late in later in the year is the bit where i start getting excited because yes i, I have to go through this schlep now of like uh, deciding who i want to serve and i I, yeah. i really agonize over that but at the same time i can build some content i can do some stuff at the same time around that which is the stuff that I enjoy doing. So I, I know the bits that I enjoy. I know some of the people whom I might want to work with and I can work towards that or finding that vision better. However, to get it to really fly, I need to be able to put a system in place which enables me to work around it on a day, daily basis. And I think this is something that we both, um, how can I say, approach in the right way. Personally, I find that I can't do these things in isolation. I have to do them all kind of simultaneously. Because I imagine in your experience that you've had to kind of say, well, I can target this market or target this niche, but I may need to be brought. The temptation is always going to be to go slightly broader. We're told we have to be told to niche down to find a group that we can speak to. However, you have that kind of panic at the back, that reflex that says, yeah, but if I do that, I'm not going to get enough clients. You know, the, the usual the usual discussions that go around. So I, I, I find... I didn't niche down on people. I niche down on my, uh, on, on visual, on, on a very specific product and, and process on this brand storyboarding. And okay. whoever is drawn to that, I'm, I'm working with. Ah, so okay. I, I just narrowed down my services very, very much. Hmm. And then I'm, if I should define my niche, it's coaches and consultants and creatives and, which is about everybody. And the reason that I'm not mentioning companies or corporate is that I don't have any uh, overlap with them because I have, haven't worked there. It's okay. not that, that I couldn't, and some, but somehow a, a software CEO found me and now I'm also working for a company That's and good. that works just as well. Uh, yeah. So I'm, as I said, I'm niching doesn't niching always sounds like you have to have a certain group of people you're working with, but it can also be something else. 
it is a type of person though isn't it i think the, the term i've heard is psychographic um yeah. and, and that, if, that, if, I, if i should define my psychographic uh, people it's people who have too many ideas <laughs> and and i help them to to map them out on paper because yeah, often yeah. the people with many ideas who are creative they are also drawn to visual thinking or they are visual thinkers who are drawn to something that i i'm doing exactly i'm nodding my head here but um yeah it's definitely true because i feel like yeah ideas come ideas are the easy bit this is something i've always said and i think is a famous quote by somebody else about ideas are always the easy bits the picking the ones that you like and sticking with them which is the hard bit you know um, so no, that's really good, really good to hear. And for me, yeah, as a visual thinker myself, I know that um, this really helps me. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, actually on that part, I'd like just to talk a little bit around the way that you go about this online live. But I believe you use, well, you, you tell me, what, what tools do you use? Oh, we, we haven't even mentioned that I'm, I'm of course, drawing live. I, I do, I have a session with my, with my clients. We, we meet on Zoom sometimes. People here locally come to my studio, but that's very rare. Uh, so we meet on Zoom and then I share my screen and I draw on either the iPad uh, in an app called Concepts or I use Adobe Illustrator because that's on my computer here. Yeah. And then I, I, I ask them questions like, who is your clients? And then they say something and they often say, well, it could be uh, software develop yeah, or wh whatever. And then when I get more specific, is it uh, male or female? Yeah, it could be anything. What is the age? What are they wearing? And what, I'd, what I want them to picture to start with is what state of mind or what thoughts do the people have and what, where are they when they're going to call you, when they're like in a really desperate state in the moment before they really have to call you for help. Yeah, that's a good one. And why, why is it always, do they have to be under pressure? Will that narrow the type of client that you will want to be? Couldn't it be someone who's actually... It it, it, it helps you to uh, get into... It, it doesn't have to be under pressure. Maybe they're just slightly bored and they just want to buy a new <laughs> painting. But but it's the, the minute before they call yeah. you. So okay. you're you're in this buying decision. Okay. That, that's that's why I'm. And sometimes, uh -huh. I, yeah. And sometimes I have to press a little bit to get really specific. And and the nice thing about drawing it is that they have to my my clients have to be specific about their clients because otherwise I can't draw them. I okay. I need uh, details and uh, what what's around them. Are they sitting at the at the desk or whatever? And yeah. then you can always go back in when you're writing social media posts you can go back to this picture and say would this person want to hear what you're saying now or is it irrelevant for them yeah indeed indeed that uh, makes a lot of sense so you use uh illustrator which is a, a venerable tool um and yeah i used to use it back in the day and i found it really complicated i use myself i think i mentioned it too far i use miro which i really love and when yeah, I that's do, also I great miro is yeah great. yeah yeah, there's quite a few. There's a lot of competition out there now. Um, and it makes it so simple online as well now. Um, so how does that set, just from a technical perspective, how does that setup work? So you have like a camera. If you do it on the iPad, you must have a camera somewhere. No, no, no. I, I, it's, it's a wireless connection with, with, a, uh, with Zoom. You, okay. it, it lets you share the iPad screen. Oh, that's cool. Really mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. But typically, and how does it work with Illustrator? The same thing, you can just share the screen. And, yeah. And you have some multiple monitors, I presume, to be yes, able to do it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> don't be shy. Tell me, how many monitors have you got? I have two. 
I have, okay. a, I have a, an, an iMac and then I have a, a Cintiq, a Wacom Cintiq, if, if that tells you something. Wacom is like a drawing tablet. Yes. The Cintiq is something that is it's a big and bulky thing that uh, with a screen where you can draw on. Okay. And, and I bought that before the iPad came out. Uh, I had it for a long time and it was expensive and I, I wouldn't recommend anybody now <laughs> to, to buy it. But now that I have it and I'm so used to Illustrator and to, yeah, and it's hardwired to my computer. That's why I'm using it. But usually uh, the iPad is is nice to draw on. Yeah, cool, cool. Now it sounds like you've got plenty of options in case one of them goes down as well, which is yeah, always Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it sometimes happens in, in Zoom yeah. that one of them doesn't work and or it says something stupid like the IP ad address doesn't work. Yeah, indeed. Oh, I also have a document camera. Okay. And, and when I'm working on on paper, which I do sometimes, not not so much for this kind of work, but then I can show my hand and my my paper. Cool. Okay, here's another question for you. Um, do you ever work with groups? Yeah, often I, I work okay. with with only one person, but I have worked with groups. I mean, there are these group uh, collaboration tools like Miro, which are which are wonderful, but I haven't used them yet, but I might in the future. Mm. What the, the way I'm working with a group is that everybody's sitting, that was under COVID, on, on their uh, end <laughs> with, with their camera, and everybody was looking at my screen, so everybody knew what, what we were talking about, and then they were discussing what should be on the website and how it is... Uh, who the target group is and, and I'm drawing and then they they see it and they, they can agree this is how it should be, this is our person and this is the problem or not. And so so it's like I'm the discussion visualizer. The lead the leader of the discussion maybe. So what do you take in that example? You take like um, you pick a pick a subject, for example, and you discuss it as a group. Oh in, in this case it was about it was a um Nonprofit uh, organization talking about homeless people somewhere in Canada, and on their website they had a the homeless person the hero, which is in a way nice. But on the other hand, they are not their target group. They they are helping homeless mm -hmm. people, but these people don't go on the website to get in. They're not interested. So we found out that their target audience that they have to direct their website towards is the shop owners mainly in the business, the citizens who are some to have a problematic relationship to this organization yeah. and all these problems have to be addressed. And so we, it was, it was a complicated thing, but we found out how to tell the so that's story. A, so that's a real life problem working yes. through with a company yes. who had a challenge. And yes. the, so the, the output of that was to, was it to drive more donations or what, what was the, what was the desired outcome? Yeah, to get more sympathies. What, what, how do you okay. call that? Um, acceptance. And okay. of course, also donations, but explain that we are on the same side. Yeah, we, exactly. We all want a, a functioning community and the problem doesn't go away if, if you're trying to get rid of us here. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. And is this something that you've done, you've, you do regularly as well? Because that sounds like a brilliant um, opportunity for an organization to be able to also not only unpick their problem, but also agree together on a, on a um, direction to go in. Often I find that 
it's easy for um, someone in marketing to come up with an idea around how the website should look, but the, the whole organization isn't necessarily invested in this. When you bring various parts of the organization together to discuss problems around these kind of things, then you, you by default, agree a direction which and and commit to it as well so this sounds like a wonderful way to to facilitate that yeah yeah and i would like to do more of that but mostly i'm attracting people yeah as solopreneurs but that's because of the the space i'm i'm moving in Uh, i'm also helping software ceos that that i mind to to just brainstorm okay so that wouldn't be with your three play your three Yes. Would it in the same? Or, or, or also, also just free form. That okay. sometimes it it happens once, or it, it actually happens all the time. <laughs> that I draw the the three panel messaging mm-hmm. thing, and then around it, I have this infinite uh, artboard. I, I draw details and ideas free form. So it's it's like a uh, it's 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 a growing picture, and it's it's funny that people and then and then I send them the text. Sometimes I write a text. And they don't want the text, they, they or some of them, they they want the whole picture so they can yeah. uh, walk the the journey, trace the journey back. Yeah. Uh, and then we went down there to the left and talked about this, and then we 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 uh, yeah yeah so that's it because because visual memory is so much more powerful than mm-hmm. words; they get jumbled up. But there's some uh, reason that you look up there to the top right when you're accessing certain parts of your memory. Apparently, isn't there? Yeah. So it's it's completely tied to 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 the way that our brain works. Yes, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, for sure. As Ingrid will link all of your templates and your website, of course, in the show notes. And that would be really good to share. We've done about half an hour as well, which is good. So, yeah, um, I'll just say thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. Well, thank really you for, for inviting me. No worries. Well, I think we also have plenty more to talk about. So once we get this edited together and sent out there, I'll think about it more. Maybe we can talk again later. Yes. It was really good to speak to Ingrid this week. I learned a lot. I hope you did too. And I look forward to speaking to you again on Automation for the Nation. Until next time. This is Richard Baum saying goodbye and good luck.